extra, hear all about it, extra, extra, hear all about it, episode number 90 of Purple Mafia, which is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes, it is Wednesday, July 27th, 2011, we are ready for a special edition of Purple Mafia, the Minnesota Vikings have added Donovan McNabb, that's right, Donovan McNabb, to be the quarterback of the Vikings in 2011, um, yeah, yeah, Minnesota Vikings have added Donovan McNabb to be the starting quarterback in um, 2011. Oh my god! It uh, definitely comes as quite the surprise to your host, as uh, as you probably saw on the Facebook page. Yeah, uh, this is a true special edition because this is completely unexpected. The deal basically has been formulated within the last, I don't know, couple, uh, last hour and a half or so at the li- at the most. Of course, nothing has been officially announced by the Vikings, but hey, you know, we're going with it. League sources, ESPN, and all that good stuff, AP, Yahoo, all that. Donovan McNabb's coming to the Vikings. It's kind of been uh, cultivating the last, shucks, 24 hours, 36 hours anyway, so all of us could pretty much see this thing happening within the last 36 hours. Uh, When I taped the show, recorded the previous show, taped it, whatever you want to call it, episode number 89, Unlocked. And during the course of time when people were talking about Donovan McNabb on the Purple Mafia page, which is on Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia, um, the whole bit there was Donovan McNabb, no, that's that's gone. The ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. Uh, if we were going to get Donovan McNabb, it was going to happen within the previous five years, leading up into last season, possibly saying, screw Favre, he's... We're tired of waiting for him. Just bring in Donovan McNabb. And I remember being a little bit annoyed that the Vikings didn't do that last year and that he went to the, the Washington Redskins and had a disappointing season. So, well, aside of all that, Donovan McNabb is now a Minnesota Viking. Uh, unofficially, but officially. <laughs> unofficially, officially a Minnesota Viking. Donovan McNabb will don the number five. So we're going to go from number four to number five. And then ultimately we will skip number six and go to number seven. What? Yeah. Uh, that's some creative stuff, huh? but I, I had to go with it. Uh, okay, first and foremost, as mentioned, Cribble Mafia is available on the sportstuff.com and on iTunes. Always thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to the show. It's not going to be super long because it's Donovan McNabb, and we're going to get to your Facebook post. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to the sportstuff.com contact details right now. Uh, there's a button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Board. Simply click on that, then click Register. Get on those message boards on the sportsstuff.com. We'd like to have some discussion on there. Would appreciate it oh so very much. It would be awesome. Talk about the Vikings in the, uh, as Dylan Richardson, the executive producer of the sportsstuff.com, and of course the creator of the website, was kind enough to put the teams all in di- the divisions. All, uh, the forums were actually created as the divisions. So you discuss with all the fans in the particular divisions to make it, you know, more organized and also at the same time to create a little more conversation rather than just drinking Kool-Aid. Why not talk with the Bears fans a little bit and talk with the Packer fans a little bit and the Lions fans. Yeah, Lions fans. Seriously! <laughs> That's some cute stuff. It's, uh, yeah, go Lions, right. Yeah, go Lions. <laughs> cute, cute thought right there, huh? 
So yeah, there you go. Also, don't forget the call-in lines. Uh, no call-ins yet, which is a little surprising, but it's okay. I'm not upset at anybody. It's kind of short notice anyway. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit weird. Donovan McNabb to the Vikings. It's a little surprising, but hey, plenty of comments on the Facebook group. But first and foremost, let's give out that call-in line, 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention which show you are calling into, which is, of course, Purple Mafia and uh, Opine. There you go. That's the guest. So, yes, Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Let's get to it now. Yes, let's do that. Let's get to it now. Um, <laughs> Donovan McNabb is coming to the Vikings. It's, uh, I can't complain. I can't really complain here. Um, I really can't. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I got to throw this in. Sidney Rice is going to the Seattle Sea Chicken. Oh, come on! Seriously. <laughs> So yeah, sorry to rain on the parade, guys. Sidney Rice is going to the Seattle Seahawks. $41 million, five years. Oh, goody. Um, but what do you do? It's like, what do you do? You, <laughs> I guess you just can't win them all, huh? And yeah, it actually totally sucks, though the possibilities maybe could be Braylon Edwards. They could be, uh, who knows? It ain't going to be Santonio Holmes anymore. Uh, the other possibility was, well, it's not It's not really a possibility. That guy being Plaxico Burris, old Plax who I actually kind of like more than other people, um, but he's not coming here. Most likely going to go back to the Giants or the Steelers, which are the two teams that employed him in the past. So, whatever. There you go. Uh, the only comments really I have are from, <laughs> so far to this point, because it's an unofficial story, Christian Ponder and Alexander. This is going to be very interesting here. Christian uh, Ponder, of course, the Vikings quarterback of the future. We're going to enjoy that very, very much indeed. Lorenzo Alexander, that of course being a player that played with um, Donovan McNabb. He's a linebacker, of course. Lorenzo Alexander. We'll get to what he has to say in a second. I'm going to get to the Facebook group first, just because the fans do come first. We'll get to that now. Oh yeah, and the Vikings acquired Devin Aroma Shadu. What? How could anybody forget Devin Aroma Shadu? Yeah, remember when Adrian Peterson fumbled and the Bears got the ball? See, the Vikings won the toss against the Bears, if I remember correctly. And, uh, yeah, Devin Aroma Shadu, well, the ball was hoisted up from Jay Keller and caught for a touchdown, and the, and the game was over, and the Vikings lost home field advantage, and, the, uh, and that was the end of the Vikings' chances of saying the, dome, the road to the sewer hole goes through the Metrodome. Granted, that didn't exactly work out exa as, as planned in 98 either. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, the Vikings got their hearts broken once again in the postseason. Much to our chagrin, and I mean big time. Um, man, I'm still shocked about what's going on. But <laughs> yeah, Devin Aroma should do. There's your free agent signing so far. A lot of people think he might not even make the team. Basically did a whole lot of nothing. Got 149 yards last year, which is one yard less than he got against the Vikings in that one single game. He finished that season with about 300 yards. Devin Aroma Shadu did. Basically, he all of his career highlights occurred in that game against the Vikings. Isn't that just cute? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, I remember Sebastian Balls just a couple days ago on Monday said, Ponder or McDab, tell me what you think. I just simply put Ponder. And, uh, well, yeah, it's going to be McNabb. <laughs> Still pretty shocking indeed. Pretty shocking indeed. So let's move up. Cedric Paulding uh, wanted to say thank you for taking the time to answer all my questions and for the info you and Sebastian gave on the topics. And you're very welcome, Cedric. We appreciate everything 
you add to the show. We really do. We really do. I mentioned that Pearl Mafia episode 89 was available on iTunes, which it still is. So do, do, don't forget to listen to it. If you're listening to 90 right now and you didn't get to listen to 89, which is, of course, unlocked one, don't forget to listen to that, please. It would appreciate. I would appreciate it very much. Uh, don't let this special edition kind of usurp episode 89, which ultimately... Uh, in the main frame of things, is a more diverse episode. This is just Donovan McNabb talkers and a little bit of free agency with Rice and Aroma Fadu. Yeah, um, we'll get more on Rice later. This is more of a McNabb show, but just got to mention <laughs> losing Zinni Rice does kind of count for something. Um, Anthony Batista said, "I'm ready for this." What do you think about Orton or McNabb? Heard the Vikings are trying to get one or the other, and I was basically like, "Well." <laughs> By the time by the time I had uh, seen this message, the McNabb steam had begun, and it was like, well, I guess it's McNabb. The Broncos were going to ask for a weight probably too much, maybe as high as a second round pick, and uh, it's like, hmm, okay, well, forget Orton. Instead, we get McNabb for a sixth round pick in 2012, and a sixth round pick in 2013. So, kind of similar to the <laughs> to the Michael Beasley deal with the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, June in 2010. My Timberwolves acquired Michael Beasley for two second-round picks, which are pretty late things in the NBA usually. Uh, for the Wolves, they aren't, but you get the idea. Sixth-round picks, not exactly, you know, super, you're not you're not always getting superstars, though. If you're a Viking center picked sixth in the sixth round, it ha- I worked out pretty good at least once with Matt Burke. But uh, not always. We'll see what happens with old Sully John Sullivan. That hasn't quite worked out yet. Oh, yeah, and DeVars Jackson's going to the Seattle Seahawks as well. Um, Tavares Jackson or Donovan McNabb and potentially Christian Ponder, I don't know what Rice is thinking here. Uh, do you really think the quarterback situation is better in Seattle? Matt Hasselbeck headed to the Titans. Matt Hasselbeck will now be the tutor leader. He'll be the Donovan McNabb for the Titans for Jake Locker. And, of course, Donovan McNabb will be the tutor and all that stuff for the Vikings and Christian Ponder. Tavares Jackson to Seattle, I... It's just, like, what were they thinking? I'm not really, I'm not really keen on that. I, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Seattle Seahawks fans, if there's any listening, and I doubt there are, there are, but maybe. Why? I, I don't know. I mean, Hasselbeck. I maybe he's not the. I'm sure he's not the long-term solution at the position. But boy, I, I don't know what Rice is doing. I don't know. It's kind of like when Hushmanzada went to the Seahawks a couple years ago, and everybody's just like, "Why is? What is he doing?" Like, what the hell is he doing? We're happy for him. All right. <laughs> Vikings also released Jimmy Kennedy. We're going to leave that as is. Kind of a bummer. Uh, cap move. And basically, yeah, that was posted by Anthony Batista. I was basically like, or, yes, Anthony Batista. Sebastian mentioned that Seattle almost has a deal with T-Jack, and I was talking about that. Ultimately, yeah, Seattle did get Tavares Jackson and Sidney Rice, which, again, is hilarious. 2007 stars of the Vikings, besides Adrian Peterson, of course. Um, yeah, Anthony from L.A. says, too bad they let go of Jamie Kennedy. Jimmy Kennedy, he's people Jamie Kennedy, but I know who he means. Um, yeah, cap casually. That's all I can really say there. It's kind of a bummer because, I don't know, And but now they're talking about Pat Williams coming back. I'm a little bit surprised by that. I thought he was done, like completely done. Pat Williams is coming back? I'm surprised by that. Okay, I guess he is. Whatever, right? <laughs> Whatever. I thought he was done and he was going to walk away, especially with the Purple Pill Eaters suspension being official. Four games, that's going to be fun. But we get to see more of Latroy Guyon, who absolutely should start, regardless if Pat Williams is back or not. 
Uh, Pat Williams, uh, Kevin Williams was disappointing last year. It was all heck. Yeah, he was horrible last year in the main frame of things. He really was. Donovan McNabb, though. Donovan McNabb. Now some of the McNabb conversation is starting to heat up a little bit. It actually looks like I have to dig a little bit on this page to find some of it. No, I just got to keep going up. Excuse me for kind of <laughs> on-air screwing around. Tony L. Coleman and Dan Doro. I believe it's Dan Doro, who is actually a admin for Purple Mafia Show. He posted down there. It might have been Dylan, because for some reason it just says Purple Mafia Show and doesn't say which one of us, myself, Dan Doro, or Dylan Richardson, uh, all the admins of this page. It just says Purple Mafia Show and doesn't have the name of which one of us three posted it up there. So it's either Dylan or Dan Doro. Official blog of the National Football League. That's when they first started talking about McNabb to the Vikings. Tony L. Coleman says, yes, got more. I've got an article from the same place that was much more, uh, at that point, much more, much closer to this being a done deal. That was actually earlier today. Tony Coleman saying, yeah, they will acquire McNabb from Skins if contract is reworked. The contract has been reworked, believed to be a one-year deal around $7 million, according to Clayton. Um... <laughs> Again, I'm still a bit surprised here. Brent Shagimson says, Please say it ain't so, as he posts sources, Redskins, Vikings, discussing McNabb. That was when things started to heat up a little bit. Now we're going to actually get into some conversations. Sebastian Maltz, like, he that he likes it, yet later on he's kind of talking about he doesn't want him. Uh, Sebastian says, We can't afford him anymore. Brent Shagimson says, I hope you're right. Sebastian says, Same. <laughs> I'm basically like, I'm shocked because I, the whole episode of 89, I diffused any possibility of getting... McNabb, uh, Cedric Paulding talked about McNabb quite a bit um, in the uh, on the posts leading into episode 89, and basically we, we a lot of us diffused the possibility of it happening, but it's going to happen, so good call, Cedric, definitely. Brent Jacobson says, I guess for a six-rounder this year and a conditional second-rounder next year, I can't complain too much about the McNabb deal. I agree 100% with uh, Brent Jacobson's comment there. This is a uh, it's not like giving up the third rounder for Moss. That kind of came back to hurt the Vikings a little bit. Like, if you need to trade up in the draft, you kind of, you know, maybe you need that third rounder to get that second rounder, you know? Just didn't work out. Sebastian Ball says, I will if Rice if I will if Rice doesn't come back. Then <laughs> It's just a joke to me. We might as well restart and build up on, on new Vikings under Ponder. And we will, Sebastian. We will. It's all just a matter of time here. We will. Uh, Ponder, maybe he'll take over midway through the year. If McNabb is a complete failure, Ponder's going to take over anyway. Um, if Ponder starts out the season as the quarterback, I think we're going to lose a lot of football games. Um, and Adrian Peterson's run is, you know, probably in the middle. He's probably in the middle of his career, we'll say. Being a running back's careers usually aren't too long. Maybe eight years, eight to ten years with running backs where other guys could last maybe 15 uh, yeah, it's kind of scary. Officially, Batista, that being Anthony from L.A., says the Vikings reached an agreement with Devin Aroma Shadu. Yes, the guy who burned Winfield in the 2009 overtime game in Chicago. And how can we forget? We'll talk a little bit about that. Sebastian says, who? LOL. <laughs> and, of course, he's just playing Dan Taylor. Making his first post in a while. Good to hear from you, Dan Taylor. Says, pretty much, his only big game was was the night he ran all over us in 09. Probably not a good sign for us keeping Rice, though. And, yeah, you're dead on. Right now, I guess he fills the roster spot that Rice uh, is abandoned, unfortunately, officially abandoned. Yet, some people believe that Aroma Shadu will not even make the roster. 
Well, who knows? It depends on who we sign and how he performs in the preseason, I guess. I don't exactly have too much stock put in Greg Camarillo or Greg Lewis. Not too much uh, stock at all. Sebastian Balls says, Why can't we just be giving be given the Lombardi Trophy for the first time? Then we can then we can compete for the rest. Yeah, it would be nice. I God, I wish so, man. I really do. I really, really do. Now it gets a little busy because Anthony Batista, Anthony from LA, big time here, big time. Jake Glazer from ESPN and NFL NFL Network all confirm McNabb to Vikings for sixth round pick championship. Sixth <laughs> round pick, and then it's like championship, baby. Huh? I basically respond like, "Wow, this is this is real. It's a hundred percent real and uh, crazy." This was kind of developing later in the night. Like this thing was not just a rumor. It's pretty much like the parameters for the deal were already in place. The sixth round picks deal, and uh, here we go. I say, "Great job, Anthony," and basically saying, oh, "I'm just shocked." Yet in a way, it's like it's not like he's forty. He's thirty-four, not thirty-seven. So it helps a little bit. Ponder probably a little too raw because he's uh, not really been available for any type of any type of training camp of any kind, any type of mini camp of any kind. Yeah, I mean, you can't just throw him in there that quick. He's not necessarily, he's not Peyton Manning, this is, you know, coming in to the Colts in 98. It's, it's not the same situation. You don't want to necessarily get the guy killed out there and, you know, destroy his confidence, rattle any confidence he may have. Um, I said, yeah, good work, Anthony. He says, yep, got to keep you posted. Yeah, I'd say it's done. Top three reporters are going with it. And, yeah, I mean, that's a good sign. Sebastian expressing his dislike. He says he wishes they had a, we have a dislike button like there is on YouTube. There is no dislike button on Facebook for some reason. He says, boo, I disapprove. they got to make a dislike button. Anthony comes back with, he might work out well. He plays this kind of offense. Plus, he has a good deep ball. Just hope he's in good shape, and that's the key. That's the key. You got to hope he's in good shape. McNabb, you, you know, Favre was not in good shape last year. Favre was a lot more ready to go in in uh, 09. Well, kind of. He was more ready to go in 09 than he was in, in 2010. That's for sure. Like Favre was a pretty much dead man walking in 2010. Oh, and yes, that's who the guy was talking about. Might be was in the news a little bit. There was a small little blip out there that he might become the that he might go to be the backup for Michael Vick in Philadelphia. That has since. Uh, disappeared. So we'll see what happens with that. Brett Favre, oh goody. Maybe we'll be a backup in Philadelphia or elsewhere. Try to be a starter somewhere, which would be hilarious. Warren Moon never went away either. Of course, he didn't announce his retirement 19 times either. He just kept going and going and going when he left the Vikings at age 40 to go to Seattle to play for a few years and then went to Kansas City at age 43-44 to be a backup. Um, that was quite strange, but again, that's uh, that's football for you. <laughs> Yes, it is. Behind, was it Gerbach, Elvis Gerbach, or whoever. That was fun times over there. Dan Taylor, we need a veteran on the roster. Even if it's just in case of injury to ponder, personally, I'd be amazed if McNabb starts more than six games this season. Glad to have him around, though. He's always seemed to like a, seemed like a smart and classy guy. Um, I think McNabb is going to be fun to see. It's going to be just kind of a curious thing to see McNabb. I mean, I'm curious to see McNabb number five. In purple, it's going to be kind of cool to see Chris Tucker's response. Got him for nothing, no risk, all reward, and I'm all in with Chris Tucker there. All in with Chris Tucker's comment there. Sebastian says, 
maybe he might be worth nothing literally now. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's low risk, sixth round. Um, it's okay. You know, I think it's okay if McNabb might only play half the year. Maybe Ponder will show what he can do early. Maybe McNabb will show what he can't do, if you know what I mean. Maybe McNabb will be really good. Maybe we'll sign him to a two-year extension or something. Who knows? Maybe to be a starter one year or kind of partially and be the backup after that. I think McNabb will be semi-willing to be a backup. I mean, he's going to have to as he heads into the 36-37 range. He's going to have to. Matt Hasselbeck is doing the same thing with uh, Tennessee to go to start maybe for a year or half a year while Jake Locker develops. So we'll see what happens. We really will. It's going to be fun to see. Boy, it's busy on these board page. Here it is, Cedric Paulding. I really hope by signing McNabb will help with the Sidney Rice situation. And unfortunately, Cedric, it did not. He is going. He would rather play with DeVaris Jackson potentially in Seattle, which, again, is about the most miffing, stupid thing I've ever seen. Uh, I'd rather play with Christian Ponder than uh, DeVaris Jackson if I were Sidney Rice, but apparently he disagrees at this point in time. Oh, and Daryl Bevel's in Seattle. Ooh, well, Daryl Bevel was just amazing. Okay, he was good at Favre, but now exactly with DeVaris. No, Sebastian says it will make it w- worth less money for Rice. So, oh yeah, it'll make it worse, less money for Rice. Well, yeah, I mean, it all depends on who you cut and who you bring back. The Vikings did not really make any cuts at all, which again kind of makes things a little complicated at this point in time. Kind of hard to say what to think of it. Kind of weird, to be honest. It is. Yeah. Cedric Pauling says, dang, I really want Rice to say a Viking. Sebastian says, I don't know. NFL Network says, we can make it work. Rice, 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 Rice. Cedric responds with, I sure hope NFL Network's right. That would be great. And then he comes in again. Anthony. This guy, Anthony, right here, has been... He has been Johnny on the spot this entire offseason. The first, you know, the first couple, three days here. Anthony Batiste is getting the gold star right here. Yep, that is to Anthony Batista. Gold star Anthony Batista on the spot, nailing the stories here. Tony Coleman, though, as well, done a good job with it. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to forget about Tony. He's done a good job as well. But, yeah, both of them, hey, Anthony and Tony. <laughs> Anthony and Tony with the similar names there. One's a Minnesota and one's a Californian. Anthony from L.A. Cedric responds with, damn, <laughs> let's go get monster Braylon Edwards. I lean towards Braylon Edwards. I do. Um, not he's not exactly the. Neither one of them are safe. They're risky. Moss is kind of old, though. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny. McNabb and Moss. How about that? Wouldn't that be something to have McNabb and Moss on the same team? Though Moss couldn't get open anymore. He couldn't get open on the Tennessee Titans last year either. And I know the Titans aren't exactly the 49ers in the 80s. No, they're not. Or the 98 Vikings. Or the Colts uh, back in the day a few years ago. Or, you know, the 2006 Colts, we'll say. Or God knows who else. The Arizona Cardinals in 08. But at the same time, come on. And Uncle David, <laughs> Uncle David, Purple Colonel, if you're listening, I know you said, hey, you're going to, you know, you know, you wanted to, <laughs> you wanted to give me, and I'll say the word, you wanted to give me shit <laughs> for giving Moss a hard time, or Dog and Moss earlier, back in the spring, when I was like, oh, yeah, that really worked out. Well, hey, you know, Randy Moss is my all-time favorite Viking. He is maybe my all-time favorite NFL player. Uh, okay, Joe Montana is. I'll make Moss number two. Um, 
Yeah, Joe Montana. But um, the guy could not get open. And I. Okay, I understand you've been around football longer than me, but the guy could not get open. And I don't know. I just don't know if the, the, the heart was there. I know Childress sucks big time. Favre was not so good either last year. He really wasn't. But um, and Childress is about the worst thing you could ever have for the Favre Moss situation ever, ever. But um, still. When some players lose a step, they really lose a step, and I mean they really do. And it, it, it looked like he, it looks like it really looked like Moss had lost a step, and I think he lost his desire to play football in a lot of ways. He may tell you he wants to play, he may believe he wants to play, but the evidence has not supported that. So I'm going to end it with there on Randy Moss, and I would like to get Braylon Edwards. I'm going to lean in that direction. Anthony from L.A. does respond to what I had to say when I'm saying I'm for Braylon. He responds to that. He says, I kind of am. I don't like how he's a baby, though. <laughs> I kind of want a tall guy, though I kind of want a tall guy. Um, yeah, that's what you need. You need a tall guy because we don't have any tall guys. Yeah. Anthony says, again, damn, we lost Rice. That sucks. We need him. He's so good. Bleep. Bye-bye, <laughs> Rice, says Sebastian Balls. And uh, McNabb, not worth it with Sebastian's comment. So now we're going to get back to McNabb, which is really where we're supposed to be a bit here. I just wanted to read all your comments, though, because we keep up with things, let you guys have your airtime. Um, it's no risk. Ponder is not ready to get thrown to the guns. You're not, it's not a four-year commitment. You're not, it's not like basketball where it's a four-year deal. And you're stuck with the guy, you know, like say when the Timberwolves signed Mike James, who was terrible, all because he had one good season with the Toronto Raptors. It's not like you're just stuck with the guy and hope, you know, have a hard time trying to trade him. You know, the contract's guaranteed and crap. Um, McNabb was, is believed to be, you know, with the, con- the, seven, the, the five-year contract torn up with the uh, the Redskins, is believed to have uh, been offered or been given a one-year $7 million deal, which, again, is a far cry from Favre's 16 to 20 last year. Um but no, when it's one year, seven million, just one year. Uh, I would not mind if McNabb was signed to maybe a uh, inexpensive two-year deal to possibly be a backup to Ponder after this. I wouldn't mind that either. I I don't know. I mean, I guess me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me, me and Sebastian have had our little miniature disagreements on who should be quarterback of the team. It's okay though. I mean, it's just it's part of football, you know. And not everybody's going to agree on who should be quarterback. Um, no, I I know I I know you're getting sick of all these veterans getting brought in, all these veteran band aids, but this is not like a veteran band aid in terms of like you know the 2007 Vikings and you brought in Kelly Holcomb and and uh, Brooks Bollinger and guys like that. It's not as bad as that. McNabb sells tickets a little more, I think, and at the same time, it's not a long, big, nasty commitment where like with Favre, you got to pretty much roll out the red carpet, pull out the spotlight, and say step aside. Step aside anybody else. Get the hell out of the way. Brett Favre is here. Oh, my. Let's sprinkle the uh, incense as he walks on the uh, on the field. It's not really going to be like that with McNabb. It's not. So, to me, it's not really as much of a commitment as it was to Brett Favre. Like, they gave Brett Favre way too much credit, way too much everything. As great as he was in 09, you know, nobody deserves the t- attention and forced commitment that Brett Favre got in in 2010, that's for sure, or even in 09. Nobody does. Not even Montana. And Montana's got, you know, three, four times as many rings as Favre. Just do the math there. 
So that is the end of that. Uh, I believe it is Dan Doro who posted this best game-winning touchdown ever. It was Brett Favre's game-ending, game-winning touchdown pass, miracle play to Greg Lewis against the San Francisco 49ers, a team I was just kind of talking about with Montana. But um, a great play. Check it out on the Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. Got to like that. Purple Mafia also has a Twitter account. We'll get to that here in one second. There were a couple of uh, posts to me, a couple of uh, mentions by Holly Bird, Holly Brooks. I don't know if you're a listener. I hope you are. But, uh, yep, so Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Do give it a follow. Could use more followers on there and would appreciate it very much. I like to get on there when stuff is going on, via football, especially during Viking games, but also during news nights like last night where really was. I was on there. Holly Bird says, when I say get, get your McNabb jerseys ready, she says, woo-hoo. I say, are you excited? And she says, yes, I am. I changed my pick on here on, and on Facebook. Pretty excited. Take care. Buckle up. It's going to be crazy the next few weeks. She says, yes, indeed. Enjoy. Take care and skull. Yes, she changed it to where Favre and McNabb were basically shaking hands after the Washington game last season, which, in, which of course, was Leslie Frazier's first game and first victory, which is very rare indeed. Farzine 21, which is, of course, Farzine Vasugian, the host of the Chiefs End Zone show, or excuse me, the Chiefs Zone. He says it should be interesting when I say get your McNabb jerseys ready, and I agree indeed. <laughs> I agree indeed it should be ready. So, yeah, I didn't want to get through the show without mentioning the tweets because you were so kind you went to respond to me, Farzine and Holly Brooks. So thank you very much for that. Very much indeed. Let's get to... What Christian Ponder said, since there was a tweeter, Christian Ponder wrote on his Twitter account, excited to have McNabb join. <laughs> we'll learn a lot from a pro bowler, but that doesn't mean I'm not still fighting to start week one! Exclamation point. So, hey, I don't blame you, Christian Ponder. Go out there and, and go get him. Hey, that will definitely make guys like Sebastian very happy if you go out and do that. Oh, and by the way, the Chargers did sign safety at Weddle to a 40 million five-year deal. That's frustrating to Viking fans. Very, very frustrating indeed. We'd like a replacement for Medea Williams, and we did not get it yet. So that was a guy a lot of people would have loved to see the Vikings acquire. They did not get him. Linebacker Lorenzo Alexander is making a comment here. He says, you see, you see a guy that's been a Pro Bowler six times he was going to come in and really help us win more games, but it didn't work out. That was, of course, the Washington Redskins. Uh, relationships broke down, and now he's not here. But you can't really focus on that. You've got to continue to move forward. So that was Lorenzo, Lorenzo Alexander's comment right there. Um, it's just one of those things. We'll see what happens with McNabb. Now, real quick here, as I'm done reading quotes and comments by fans out there, going to get back to McNabb here briefly and then call it a show. This is a special edition, not a full-long game review. We're going to talk for an hour or more. It's just not going to happen this time. Plus, it's late at night. But uh, <laughs> it's what I do, folks. It's what I do. But um, McNabb, Donovan McNabb, starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings in 2011, at least going into the season. Uh, one other quick thing about that, McNabb will not be eligible to practice until August 4th because his contract has been torn up and restructured, so he will not be eligible to practice until August 4th. That's unfortunate. So that's four practices that will be missed by Donovan. Donovan, Donovan's pub. Um, (laughs) 
Okay, yeah, there is a Donovan's Pub in Minneapolis, and I walked past it many times, always imagining, boy, Donovan McNabb. Someday Donovan McNabb will be on the Vikings. And, uh, yeah, we all knew it was going to happen someday, and it finally did. Mm-hmm. And luckily he's not 40 or 41 like Favre. <laughs> um, but it's like, where was I leading you, right? <laughs> no, no, I didn't completely lose my train of thought. I, I'm coming back to it. It's just one of those things, yep, he's going to miss practice because it's the league, uh, the league rules coming in here. When a contract is torn up, he's ineligible for a few days, basically. So, well, yeah, until the new uh, the players are recertified on August 4th. That's what's going on. The players recertified August 4th. Sorry, that took nine minutes to get to that. But um, that's what's going as the players, of course, decertified themselves from the league during that nasty, ugly goat garbage uh, (laughs) diet, uh, you know, whatever it was, lockout. Crappy lockout. Um, so that's a thing. They're going to get recertified August 4th. We're happy for them. Donovan McNabb will be available during training camp. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We don't have to deal with Brett Favre not coming up to training camp. We're not going to have to deal with uh, with Hutchinson and uh, Steve Hutchinson um, and, and others having to go down there. Jared Allen going <laughs> to go down and pick up Brett Favre. What's the point of all that foolishness? We don't have to deal with that this year. Thank God Brett Favre will be, or excuse me, Donovan McNabb will be, or Brett Favre will be wherever. He's going to either be in Mississippi or Philadelphia or San Francisco or or New England or, okay, whatever, or back in Green Bay to back up uh, Aaron Rodgers or something. Maybe he wants to go back to the Packers to get another ring to go sit on the bench and uh, watch Aaron Rodgers win it, but at least get another ring like his daughter got all emotional and say, oh, get one more, get one more, Dad. Um, <laughs> that might be what happens. But no, Donovan McNabb, the prospects of McNabb's success rate with the Minnesota Vikings this year. Well, that hinges on who's going to be the number one receiver for the Vikings because it ain't Percy Harvin. No, it's not. Percy Harvin is not a number one receiver for any team, talent or not. He's not. He's, that's not who he is because he's not a wide receiver. Percy Harvin is a receiver, yes, but not a wide receiver. He's an underneath slot receiver type who is very explosive, very talented, but he's not the kind of guy you're going to throw deep passes to on the sidelines, particularly late in games, or on just, you know, trying to make a big play on the side of the end zone. Jump ball type stuff. You can't do it with uh, Percy Harvin. You can throw up the middle stuff. Yes, it works sometimes, but it's hard. he's a much smaller target to get the ball to. Regardless of how accurate a quarterback you are, you got cornerbacks knocking the ball out of the way. Maybe it might be multiple defensive backs knocking the ball out. Uh, Percy Harvin's a smaller target. He's shorter. He's got and he's got shorter arms than a than a Sidney Rice, than a Braylon Edwards, than a than a Stephen uh, than, a, than a Jackson. <laughs> it's just it's going to be interesting. It really is. It's going to be interesting to see how this turns out. It really is. Uh, Braylon Edwards, we'll see. We will. Plaxico Burris, very unlikely, but he would be a wonderful target for Donovan McNabb. Will the Vikings be a playoff team this year? They, yeah, they could be, sure. Donovan is 34. He will turn 35 in November, late November. So he's still got he's, he's still got something left, i got to think. Bill Musgrave's offense is very similar to the West Coast offense, and Donovan McNabb has played in the West Coast offense since he suited up for the Eagles in 99. Um, and he's had a very high success rate in it. He's not the glitz glory four touchdown, 450 yard type quarterback. He's just a good quarterback who gets the job done. 
Um, not always in deep playoff runs, unfortunately, but at least he did get to the Super Bowl, unlike Randall Cunningham, unlike Warren Moon, and unlike Brett Favre, frankly, with the Vikings in the purple. None of them did, unlike Donna Culpepper, did not get the Vikings to the Super Bowl either. No. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It sucks, actually. But that's how it goes. Uh, McNabb did get to the Super Bowl with the Eagles, so it has happened with him. Of course, Favre did win it with the Packers, but he didn't win it with the Vikings. Um, but you get the idea there. I think the Vikings could have a 10, 9-7, and 10-6 type year. Sure. Maybe similar to 08, but a little better. Uh, McNabb does not make mistakes like Farver Jackson. No, he doesn't. That's the difference between McNabb and guys like Jackson and uh, and Favre. McNabb makes mistakes, blah, makes mistakes like any NFL quarterback, any human being on the planet is going to make a mistake or two, but not at the rate of Favre and Tavares Jackson. Favre made few mistakes in 09, but he made the biggest of them all when it when it mattered most. You're trying to make a Super Bowl winning drive, or Super Bowl appearance, at least, drive, NFC Championship winning drive in New Orleans, and he just... He just went apeshit, <laughs> quite frankly. And again, there's my second S word on this show, and I, on the same show. That's the first time we've ever done that. So I apologize there for those of you out there that might not want to hear that. Yeah, he just threw it in the middle against a triple-covered uh, Sidney Rice, who was basically like, you're throwing it to, oh, you're throwing it to me? You're serious? Oh, son of a gun. Okay, that didn't work out. Um, that's basically what happened there. McNabb is not really prone to constant mistake, 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 mistake. He protects the ball better than the other guys have in the past. Uh, Christian Ponder will probably do the same when he's finally the quarterback of the Vikings. When that will be, maybe halfway through the year, maybe late in the year, maybe next year, and maybe two years from now. Who knows what is going to happen? Who knows? It took Aaron Rodgers forever to be the quarterback of the Packers, but ultimately what happened three years after he, he got the starting job, they sized him up, folks. They sized up those rings on those fingers. Yes, they did. On the right on the right hand, anyway, the right ring, <laughs> the right hand, whatever, ring finger. It was fun for the Packers. Who knows what will happen with Ponder and all that good stuff. Uh, McNabb, I think he can lead this team to the postseason. The Vikings have a fourth-place schedule, though they do have to play the Packers twice. But, hey, I think the Vikings can win in the Dome against the Green Bay Packers. I think they can. You have a much better coach. You have a much higher morale on the team. You have a quarterback that is in the mood to prove to the world that he can still play this game. And he is on a team that he wants to be on. With Washington, he simply accepted the fact he got traded to the Redskins. And he actually wanted to come to Minnesota. He did. Uh, which is kind of funny because Favre wanted to come to Minnesota in 07, or excuse me, in 08. And he wound up in New York. Had a good start. Finished horribly. Washington, well, similar thing with McNabb. Really, overall, he had an okay start, but not, but overall not a good year with the uh, Redskins and everybody's basically like, he sucks, it's over. But no, now he's in Minnesota. So it's nice to be wanted by, uh, old, by uh, an aging but still pretty talented guy in Donovan McNabb and, of course, Brett Favre a few years ago. I am uh, pretty excited, actually, to see what Donovan McNabb's going to do. I've always liked him as a pro I always will, to be honest, unless he does something retarded. But uh, <laughs> I'll always like Donovan McNabb. I always thought someday he would quarterback this team. And in 2011, he will. He will quarterback this team. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be interesting. i got to think the fan base is going to be minimum intrigued here. 
It's not the most boring move in the history of the world. You know, you're not bringing in Ter- uh, Kerry Collins. That would be boring and tiring, and that's where a guy like Sebastian Balls really, really has a point in terms of why are we doing this again? This is boring and tiring, and I'm sick of this. But uh, McNabb's a little more interesting, I think, than a guy like a Kerry Collins or a Gus Verratt or, you know, whatever. Yeah, the Gus Verratt, don't forget about him. Or keeping DeForest Jackson, God forbid. <laughs> So with that, we are going to pretty much call it a show. Don't forget to sign up for those message boards on thesportsstuff.com on iTunes. Don't forget to call in line 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Voicemail, treat it as such. Purple, call, mention you're saying, call in for Purple Mafia and give your opinion. Talk about McNabb. Talk about Christian Ponder. Talk about Braylon Edwards. Let's get a flipping receiver now. That's the next focus for the Vikings. You're going to have McNabb and Ponder. <laughs> You know, you have your quarterback of the future, and you have a pretty, you know, you traded for McNabb for somewhat of a reason, maybe to hopefully kind of win now. So you got to get a receiver to throw the ball to outside of Percy Harvin. And, uh, yeah, and Devin Aroma should do. Mm-hmm. I guess just throw it up in overtime, and Aroma should do will pull it down. But other than that, I don't know when you're going to really use Aroma should do too much. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Yes, we will. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Like me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Simple. All right. Thanks for listening. And uh, welcome Donovan McNabb to the Minnesota Vikings. Take care, everybody. Bye.